Welcome to the 2023 LeeCom Suncoast Classic Golf Podcast. We're talking about this year's Corn Ferry Golf Tournament starting Thursday, April 20th and running through Sunday, April 23rd at Lakewood National Golf Club here in Lakewood Ranch, Florida. I'm your host, Michael Duranko. If you're thinking about or planning to attend the golf tournament, you're in the right place. Enjoy this episode. For anybody that hasn't been to a Corn Ferry Tour event, they're definitely in for a real treat. You can't really decipher a player's talent from the PGA to the Corn Ferry. These guys are really good, and there's a lot of big firepower. Guys that aren't household names now that definitely will be soon. That was Joseph Neaporte. He manages sales here at the Lecom Sun Coast Classic, and we're going to talk to him today about some of the golfers competing this week at the Lecom. Also joining us later, Eric Barnes, a PGA Tour professional and a graduate from the Corn Ferry Tour. But first, welcome, Joseph. Thank you for having me, Mike. Happy to be here. So tell me, this tournament starts tomorrow. Um, How is it going? How is it shaping up? It's shaping up really well. We've got uh, the best and brightest crew in town. We've got Corn Ferry uh, folk all from around the country here for uh, the biggest event that Corn Ferry does in Florida, probably because it's the only event, but the (laughs) operations crew is working round the clock. We've got hospitality tents on the 18th hole, Um, a lot of places for sponsors and businesses to get involved. And, you know, the golf course looks good, but I can say that for any week on this golf course. It's just a great place to be in a really fun atmosphere. Yeah, they do a nice job here at Lakewood National. They really do. Take a lot of pride in this uh, property. Let's talk about some of the players that are going to be in the field here at the Lecom Suncoast Classic. One guy on my list this week is Devin Bling. He's uh, played in the Masters two years ago, and I was fortunate enough to be there. Guy hits the ball a mile, and, uh, you know, runner-up in the USAM, just loads of talent. Another guy I really like is Cristobal DeSol. He's been on the Corn Ferry Tour for a few years now. Really unique swing. Really good guy, Florida State grad, so I'll be pulling for him. Ah, so there's the connection. There it is. Excellent, so he's a seminal. He's a seminal. And tell me about the Battlefield promotion, Joseph. Yeah, so the Battlefield promotion is one of the ways these guys can get PGA Tour status, and it's three wins on the Corn Ferry Tour, and you're in for next season on the PGA. So if they win in season three times, they're immediately promoted to the PGA Tour. Yes, sir. Cool. The local favorite this week is going to have to be Mike Visaki. He Monday qualified over at Laurel Oak with a 64. Big Mike's from here in Sarasota, and I see him over at the Palms Golf Club at Forest Lakes, where he has the course record of 53. <laughs> While the course is a par 64, that is absolutely incredible, mind-boggling. Big Mike Monday qualified into the Valspar Championship in 2021, a PGA Tour event in Tampa, and I know he had Corn Ferry status last year. So I'm going to be pulling for Big Mike when he tees it up at Lakewood National this week. Who else are you looking forward to watching? Jackson Super is definitely going to be another guy that's a fan favorite. He's from Tampa, just went pro a few months ago, played at Ole Miss, and has a ton of talent. Great ball striker, better putter, and uh, he's definitely somebody I don't expect to be on the Corn Ferry Tour for too long. Okay, Joseph, who else? One of the guys that's on my list that struggled a little bit um, throughout the year last year, but did have a win to close out his season, is a kid by the name of Andrew Kozan. Uh He's a South Florida guy, so he knows how to play in the grain. 
Uh, he's got a lot of talent. He kicked my butt a lot in the junior tour in South Florida, and I really think that he's going to have a good chance to play well this week. So you played against him. You know this guy. Uh, yeah, I played against him at the high school level and uh, through you know at the beginning of our stages too, you know, from eight years old and on. Oh, great. Yeah. Fantastic. And that's uh, Andrew Kazan. Uh, tell me a little bit about your background. Yeah, so I've been a golfer pretty much from the womb. I didn't really have too much of a choice, and I'm just lucky that I love the game. My dad is a golf pro, uncle's a golf pro, aunt's a golf pro, and my grandpa was a three-time winner on the PGA. Good. So tell me about your grandfather. He was a PGA touring pro? Yeah. His uh, name was Tom Neoporty. He was the head pro at Wingfoot Golf Course, which is a famous golf course up in New York. And he's the last club pro to win on tour. He won the Bob Hope Desert Classic back in 1968. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. he had nine kids, and there's a lot of golfers among us. So <laughs> definitely uh, a, a great a great tradition and a great uh, hobby that's been passed down from him to my father to me. If you're even mildly interested in golf, check out Your Golfer's Almanac, a daily golf history podcast from Golf Tunes. Enjoy five minutes or so of bios, birthdays, and other golf milestones. We end every episode with a clever quote. It's the perfect start to your day and the best way to get ready for that golf trivia night at your local pub or club. Find your golfer's almanac wherever you get your podcasts. And for an amusing break in your day, check out golftunes.com, a collection of golf cartoons and essays, of course, poking fun at golf, golfers, and golf traditions. Find the link to our website in the show notes below and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Laugh at the Agony with Golf Tunes. Okay, uh, we have guys that have been on the PGA Tour that are competing this week in the Corn Ferry. Yeah, so two of the big PGA Tour players that are coming this week are Boo Weekly and Camilo Vajegas. Uh, Boo Weekly, everybody knows him as a fun-loving Southern guy. Uh, plays really well in these conditions. He's played on multiple President's Cups teams and, uh, you know, hits the ball a country mile. Boo Weekly has actually won three times on the PGA Tour. He won at the Verizon Heritage in Hilton Head starting in 2007 and then defended his title in 2008. He's had some injuries since 2017 and he turns 50 in July. So it looks like he's using the Corn Ferry Tour as a tune-up for the Champions Tour. Camilo Vajegas is known for his the way he would read greens, uh, the oh, Spider-Man, and he goes, also... He goes down on Yeah, all. he goes down. He sees every single uh, un- undulation of the green and every single piece of grain. Vajegas has actually won four times on the PGA Tour. His first win was in 2008 at the BMW Championship in Chicago, and his last or his fourth was in 2014 at the Wyndham championship in Greensboro. He also lost in a playoff in 2016 at the RSM Classic at, in St. Simons. He actually played for the Gators at University of Florida and was on the NCAA championship team in 2001. And tell me about Brady Calkins. Yeah, so Brady Calkins is uh, kind of like the second coming of John Daly. Uh, <laughs> fun-loving guy, not afraid to play hungover, always keeps a dip nearby and can smash the ball. He's from uh, the Dakota area, so we'll see how his game translates to all this water, palm trees, and sunshine. Okay, so tell me about the season leaders, the guys leading the Corn Ferry at this stage. 
Yeah, so the point list is more important on this tour than pretty much any other tour out there because the top 30 on this tour will have a chance to finally achieve their dream of getting on the PGA Tour. And a few of the, and most of the guys that are doing really well this season are going to be in the field this week. We've got Ben Coles, who's leading it, that'll be here this week. We've got everybody in the top five and most of the guys in the top 10. Pearson Cootie will also be in this week's field and Rain Gibson as well. Rain Gibson is from Australia and actually at a golf course in Oklahoma, River Oaks Golf Club in Edmond, Gibson shot a 55, 16 under par back in 2012. And I think it's in the Guinness Book of World Records. So Joseph, thank you for uh, taking us through the players and profiling some of the favorites for this week. Anything else you wanna share with us? Yeah, if you are a fan of the game of golf and want to see uh, the next great stars of the game, definitely come out and check us out at Lakewood National this week. Thanks again, Joseph. Eric Barnes is a PGA Tour professional and a Corn Ferry graduate. Barnes earned his PGA Tour card last year and is playing on the PGA Tour this year, though he's recovering from an injury at the moment. Welcome, Eric. Hey, Mike. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for joining us. So you graduated last year from the Corn Ferry Tour, and you're on the P PGA Tour this year. So tell us a little bit about the, your years on the Corn Ferry Tour. Yeah. So I was, uh, you know, what I thought, and if you've seen, if anybody has seen, you know, interviews, I've done plenty of interviews about this, right. Especially after I got my card last fall, right. uh, on the PGA tour, you know, there was just, you know, you tell yourself so many things, you know, like you're going to be a lifer on the corn Ferry tour. You can never get off. You can't win. You can't do certain things. Right. I've said that plenty of times. Um, I played the corn Ferry tour eight consecutive years. Uh, seven seasons because there was a two-year season in there with COVID. Right. But so I've been around. I, I went from the rookie to the veteran, you know, yeah. in that span of time, right? And yep, the yep. Corn Ferry Tour is such a different tour, even though I'm only a rookie on the PGA Tour. It is such a different tour than the PGA Tour because the Corn Ferry Tour only really keeps 50 guys every year because the top 25, now it's the top 30. Yep advance onto the PGA tour. And then you've got, you know, what it was 26 through 75, keep their card. And then 76 on go back to Q school right. where the PGA tour keeps 125. So it's a lot of the same faces. You see so many new young players come in every single year on the corn Ferry tour that are hitting it 350, you know, raw out of college, you know, amped up, ready to be gung ho. You know, it's just such a different place, but it's, but it's cool too. Right. It makes, yeah, it makes the environment change almost weekly. Uh, and I think the Corn Ferry Tour slash PJ Tour does a very good job of the PJ Tour does a very good job through the Corn Ferry Tour of preparing guys for the PGA Tour. Look at the success. I mean, unfortunately, I'm injured currently, but look at the success of guys like uh, Ben Griffin, Taylor Montgomery, um, um, Tyson Alexander, Eric Cole, guys yeah. that have like almost won PJ Tour fans. I mean, Nico Echevarria won Puerto Rico this year. Um, ben Griffin's contending in every single tournament. I mean, they're doing a really good job of getting guys ready for the next step. Yeah. And, and I know I know Will Zalatoris and Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm just, yeah. I mean, I that the same conversation I'm having with you is just this year. Like, yeah. guys that graduated off the Corn Ferry Tour last fall. 
I mean, I can go to the, lat- the year before that and talk about Will Zalatoris and talk about Davis Riley and talk about all these guys and then go the year before that and talk about Scotty Scheffler and so on and so on. I mean, the list is it, – it, it is insane how well prepared the guys coming off the Corn Ferry Tour are for the PGA Tour. It's not shocking any week to see a guy like Eric Cole have a chance to beat Chris Kirk at the Honda. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. Eric gets it up and down from left to 18 green at the Honda. There's no playoff and Eric's the champion. Yep. You know, and he ends up losing in a playoff. But, you know, these guys are really prepared and really ready to go. And yep. they do a great job of it. Tell me about the LeCom. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think I played Lee Com- the Lee Com event three or four times, and it was always a, a fun event for me to to play, uh, specifically because I lived in the area. And, you know, I always had a lot of friends and come out, and I knew a lot of people, spectators, you know, heck, even employees at Lakewood uh, National Golf Club. Uh, so it was always a really fun tournament for me. With that being said, playing a tournament in your hometown is always kind of hard, right? Right, because. Right there's more expectation you put on yourself and um, you want to make the cut for people other than what's, you know, you just focusing on the shot at hand. So, you know, I loved it. It was a great time sleeping in your own bed. It's terrific, but you also have to weigh the fact that, you know, there's more expectation put on yourself. And a lot of, a lot of uh, distractions I would imagine. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, uh, when you're done with your round and you want to, you like, Oh, I didn't play that great. I need to go hit a few balls or I need to go putt for 30 minutes. Like it, you know, you got to talk to 25, 30 people when you're done and it's just, and which are great things. Trust me. I, I love it when people, friends, family come and visit, but that's also just one of those times where uh, I'm a little disappointed. I bogeyed my last hole. I really want to go right to the range, but you know, 30, 40, 50 minutes later, you're finally going over there. Any comments on the golf course, Lakewood national? Yeah, so Lakewood uh, National is one of the golf courses we played that always had great greens. Um, the greens are always very quick. Uh, they get a little firm and, and fast with the wind. Yeah. Uh, Lakewood National itself is not particularly demanding off of the tee, although there is a few holes where you have to drive it very straight. Uh, the first three holes in particular um, – but then the golf course opens up a little bit and it gives you a lot of birdie chances. That's why the scores are always in the 20 plus under par yeah. top, you know, on top of the fact the greens roll terrifically there. And it's a lot of guys are happy to be there. Cause it's usually one of the first tournaments we play back in the United States on the corn Ferry tour. Right. Um, and with that being said, it's, it's a, it's a fun tournament. I, that was one of my favorite obvious for obvious reasons. Sure. So in the greens, I, I just, I think the greens are, massive i mean how do they compare to some other golf courses you guys have played on the corn for even on the pga tour uh yeah i mean i haven't played a golf course like it on the pga tour uh this year it's it's more wide open and you know the the challenge on the golf course is around the greens and in particular uh, most of the defenses wind right but it's it is definitely easy to give yourself putts of 100 feet like i mean (laughs) 17 out there the green is like 60 yards long like legitimately i mean you could have a 150 foot putt on that green up and over a four foot ridge so um i wouldn't say there's many events very very similar to this i mean we play golf tournaments on the pj tour and on the corn Ferry tour that have big greens that have a lot of sloping in them um 
but these are these are quite big. Eric, you're recovering from a knee injury. When do you expect to be back on the tour? I'll call it kneecap, patellar disability, or disability, patellar dislocation issues. Uh, so my knee, my left knee over the last few years will sublux, which is where it dislocates and comes back in on its own more than I would like. Mm. So it will happen hitting a driver and I'll fall on the ground and hopefully I don't tear anything. Right. And then I'll rehab my way back out of it. So this has happened a few times over the last three, four, five years. And it happened Saturday of the Valspar. Um, I tried to rehab my way back to health. Five days later, I did it again. Uh, the knee, the kneecap stayed out longer and I tore my MPFL off the bone and uh, partially tore my MCL and, season was over so i'm probably on the shelf for the rest of the year i don't know that for a fact it's all going to depend on recovery thank you eric i appreciate your time and wish you a speedy recovery and all the best on the pga tour lots of birdies and lots of eagles thank you mike i appreciate it thank you for listening if you like the episode, please leave us a review and share us with your golf friends. Our next episode will be an update from the tournament. Check out our previous episodes with the tournament director and the crew out at Lakewood National. See you at the LeeCom Sun Coast Classic. This podcast is a Golf Tunes production. It's written, produced, and narrated by me, Michael Duranko. Special thanks to the teams at Lecom Suncoast Classic and Lakewood National Golf Club. Play fast, repair all the pitch marks you can find, and keep your golf ball in the short grass.